Well, good evening. Welcome to the PSI Monthly Teleseminar. My name is Kat, and I will be your host for this evening. And on behalf of PSI Seminars, welcome to the call. PSI has been offering personal growth seminars around the world for over 40 years, and each month on these calls, we explore tools and techniques from the PSI Basic course as a free resource for you in your ongoing personal growth and self-improvement. For those of you who are new to PSI seminars and would like to find out more about the PSI Basic Seminar or any of our advanced courses, you can go to psiseminars.com where you'll find information about all of our seminars as well as the dates and locations for upcoming classes. That's psiseminars.com. The topic for tonight's call is year in review and goal setting. And first, I would like to introduce your speaker for tonight. We have a very special guest with us this evening, Mr. Tim O'Kelly. Tim started his journey in personal growth in 1988 when he attended all of the PSI courses. He made a decision to make this his life's work and became a trainer in 1991. He is passionate and loves this work. Tim, are you with us? Yes, I am, Kat. Thank you. Thank you very much. Hello, everyone. Uh, I'd like to welcome you also to the call, and thank you um, for being on it and participating in uh, in your own personal development. I think that's really, really awesome, and I'm excited to um, to bring to you, you know, the end of one and the beginning of another. And um, so, what I want to start with is um, a reminder about a concept that I'm going to work with tonight. So we got to do a little, a little, uh, a little, you know. Um, Going back in the past and looking, if you have done classes, you know, you'll remember this. If you've never done any of our courses, I'll, I'll make sure that I take a moment to communicate it clearly. But it, it, it's perception. I want to talk about perception for just a moment, and then that will tie into the, the, the work tonight. Okay, perception, the way that we see things, the way that we view things, our opinion, our viewpoint. This is the way that we see the world, the way that we see ourselves, the way that we see uh, money, the way – so. Perception is the way that we view things. Now, that's going to be important tonight as we wrap up the year and then look forward to the new year. Because I truly believe, you know, if you, if you walk into the basic course, there's one sign that you're going to see that's on the wall that's going to be on the wall the whole entire time. And it says, to think is to create. And that's the, fundamental of the, the fundamentals of the whole entire basic course. And really, in my opinion, everything that PSI Seminars does is it goes back to the way that we think, the way that we see things, the way that we view things, our opinions. So as we're wrapping up a year, I think it's really important for the new year of how we perceive this last year and, and what's going to be the healthiest um, way of seeing it, healthy meaning that's going to be conducive to us having a great year in 2016. Okay, so I'm not talking about just wrapping up the year just because we're supposed to wrap up the year. I'm talking about how to wrap up a year that really does raise the odds of us having a great 2016. So here we go. So think about it just for a moment. What kind of year did you have in 2015? You know, look back. You know, I had, a, I had another son this year. You know, he's nine months old now. It's been an incredible year. Just, you know, just with him, and I have a two-and-a-half-year-old son, so it was really, really a great year as far as that goes. And then I can look in business, and I can look in my health, and I can look. We're going to look, and most likely 
we're going to find things that were great, and we're going to also find some things that that didn't match up, that didn't, you know, that didn't make the grade really. Or maybe to be honest with you, we might look at stuff and go, it was horrible in some areas. Okay. Now, so if we were to look at what is the best perception of the past, and why I'm excited about this is you can do this with anything, with any chunk of time in the past. Why I'm excited about this is because we are entering a time where it is really great to assess the past and to make a new decision about our future, which is always New Year's, which is the time that we're coming on to right now. So what is the best perception of your past? Well, think of it this way. Which one would make you feel good? Because I tell you what, when we feel good, we're better. When we feel good, our relationships are better. When we feel good, life is better. So I want to make sure that we at the past and perceive it in a very positive way. And some of you might be going, okay, that's really nice. That's personal development. Yet I had a really, really bad year. I'm going to challenge you on something tonight that no, you didn't. Now, don't hang on. Don't get off the call yet. Hang on. Hang on. What I mean by that is if you look at the past, well, let me do this. I used to play football when I was young. Okay, so you might have to translate into other sports or other areas if you want to. But when I played football in, in high school, we went to something called two-a-days. Okay, two-a-days is where you practice in the morning, you go to school, you practice in the afternoon. They were exhausting. Why did we go through that? Why did we go through two-a-days? Why did we work so hard and sweat and, and, and pain and exhaustion? Why? So we could get ready for the future right? So we can get ready for what's coming. We had to train ourselves. We had to train our body. We had to train our mind. So how do you train your mind? How do you train your body? How do you grow? How do you build character? Well, you build that by going through the challenges. And so there's a way that you can perceive your past, even though it was, might've been very tough. You were in two a days. You had those challenges in your life to grow. Now, please hear, I'm very aware that that's a perception because you could look at the other perception too, that these things came into my life and they were there to hurt me. They were there making sure I had a bad year. I want to be clear. I'm very aware of that. But what I'm working with here tonight is if you are going to pick, let's pick the great one. Okay. Even if it was tough, even if you were in a relationship this year for eight months and it ended and it maybe ended only two or three months ago, I'm still going to say this, that relationship, if you can take a step back and look at it, that relationship served you. See, I have to believe that. I choose to believe that, that everything that goes on in our life is supposed to be going on. It is a gift to all of us. Everything that comes our way is for us to develop, us to grow. So I want you to look back at the past tonight on this call and look at it from the greatness that it is. Look at what was really great about this last year. And those times that you look at and go, eh, I don't know, take a moment to look at what were the gifts disguised in those. What was the growth that you went through? How are you a better man or woman right now because of what you experienced? Because if you do take a look like that, you'll find something. You really will. I know this, that whatever you put your energy on, whatever you put your focus on grows, whatever it may be. So if you're putting energy on of 
of how great it was, you'll see some things and what an education it might have been, how you are better because of it. Okay, so perception of the past, I was in practice, I was developing, I was growing. And what's exciting about that is I was doing all that for one reason. You got it. The future. 2016. You were getting ready for it. You got that? You were practicing. You were in practice. You get ready for an incredible 2016. Now, see, again, I'm very aware that is perception. But I tell you what, you change your perception, you change your life. You take control of your perception, you take control of your life. So if we're going to choose it, let's choose the great one, all right? So another way to look at this is, are your best times ahead? Question mark, right? Are your best times ahead or have you already experienced them? Were they back in high school when you were playing ball? Um, were you a coach or were you a star in college or were you, you know, that's again, a perception. I want you to look at that your best times are coming and everything that we've been through has been practice for us to handle the incredible journey, the incredible life, the incredible growth that we're going to have coming up. And part of that is 2016. So then we look at, okay, how do we set ourselves up for 2016? Okay, so this call was to really a year interview, take a look at it, look at the greatness that it was in all areas, and it's moving you and causing you to grow into a great year that you're going to have by your intention. So now the second part of this is setting up 2016. Now, I know that on the call it was, you know, uh, the year in review and goal setting. But you know what? I got to take on something tonight that I'm really excited to take on that might throw you a little bit. Because if you think of goal setting, well, you might think of the custom, you know, smart technique. Make sure your goals are specific, measurable, attainable, risky, and in a timetable. You know what? I'm going to throw a curveball here to, tonight. I, I, I just got to. Because it's a great time to do it. Okay, so let's review. Law of intention. Okay, so the law of intention very simply says that when your intention is clear, the mechanism, the people, the arena, the stage, the players, the scripts, the, the, the tools, the technique, everything, you will attract to you. That's the very simple law of intention. What I want to work with tonight is a different way to look at it for the new year. And this is after... A, a, a long investigation really into this law called the law of intention. So I want to share with you what I have done wrong in the past and what I believe now I'm doing right. And it's really paying off. So what I used to do, even though I'd heard of the law of intention, I would say, okay, so I'm going to set a new year's resolution or, you know, I'm going to set something for this new year. And what I would do is I would, I would set like to make a certain amount of money, um, I would set to, you know, to lose weight. Uh, it never was, unfortunately, to gain weight. It was always to lose weight. Uh, to lose weight, uh, to, to buy a house, to buy a car. Um, so th that was normal for me, and I always struggled with those. I lost motivation. I lost drive not long after I said it. And so that began a really, really intense study for me on the law of intention. What I've come to learn about the law of intention and you know what? Mr. Wilhite said it. 
I just didn't hear it. I didn't, I didn't apply it in, in, in a way that worked. What he said was very clear. Get your intention clear, and the mechanism will always appear. Okay? Now, let me shift gears, and I'm going to come back and close this, but I will come back, I promise. I want to take you on a little journey right now. I want you to think about if you go into coffee houses, if you go into a Starbucks, you go into Coffee Bean, you go into Seattle's Best, you go into, oh, I don't know, Peace Coffees, you know, and if you don't go into a coffee place, you know, you, you might have to translate into something else that you're into. But, but play along if, if you don't. So you go into Starbucks, you go into Coffee Bean. Why do we spend four times, if not five times, what it would cost for us to go have a coffee made? We can make it ourselves with flavoring and different things, literally at 7-Eleven, honestly. Why do we spend $4.50, when we can spend $1.25 at 7-Eleven? That's what I want to take on. Now, you might not have any clue why this pertains to the topic, but it does. Hang on. So you want – okay, you walk into 7-Eleven, you're with all different kinds of people, right? Okay, you walk into – Seattle's best, you walk into Starbucks, you walked over that threshold, you are instantly with like-minded people. You are with coffee snobs. Admit it, you're one, I'm one. I'm playing, you know what I mean. Um, but, but there are people like us that are willing to spend five times what we need to. Like, they're just crazy as we are, but we're, we're with like-minded people, okay? Now, we go to the counter. We can order a specific drink that is two paragraphs long the name of it, right? You've heard them before. Then they give that order to a professional. A professional has got a title like barista, and you have to say it that way too, barista, right? They give it to the barista. And this man or woman makes you your specific drink to your specifications. Then they call your name. Okay, so while they call your name, you walk up, you grab your coffee, and you're looking around the, the room, and you see bags of coffee coming from Colombia, Venezuela, Puerto Rico, all over the world. They're sending coffee to your store. So do you get my point? Why do we go? Why do we spend $5, $4? Because of the experience, not because of the coffee. It's because of the experience. I know you might think that that's crazy, that it's an experience, but that's why they do so good. Okay. Why do we like to travel? We don't like to go travel to see the specific building that we might be looking at. No, 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 no. It's the experience of traveling. It's the experience of flying, of being with family, not working. It's a really rich experience, okay? Uh, You go to a basketball game. You go to a football game. You go to some sporting event. It's an experience. There's so much that goes into it. Now, I will address this real quick. If there's any young people on this call right now that are looking to make money, that are looking to be in the business world right now, I want you to think about this. People will pay a lot of money for an experience because that's what human beings are striving for. They're striving for experiences. Those are the richest things that we can have in our life. So what I've come to learn about the law of intention says this. Get your intention very clear on what you want to experience in your life. Not the thing, not the car, not the shape of the person, not the color of the hair, not that specific job, not that specific house, not that specific apartment. No. 
What do you really want to experience? And that's what I'm actually doing this call tonight. I'm asking you to answer that question for yourself. What do you really want to experience in life? So what is an experience? An experience is an emotion. An experience is not a thing. It's a feeling. So what is it? Is it happiness that you want to experience in your lifetime? Is it fulfillment? Is it, is it complete health? Is it excitement? Is it passion? Is it contribution? Is it love? Is it, see, that's what we're all after. We're not after, after a thing. We've never been after a thing. You know, and I've worked with so many people that set money goals. They're not after money. Your focus is not actually on money. It's what money can do. We can travel. You know, even if you're thinking, no, I want this car. You know what? I bet if you looked hard enough, it's not the car. It's the experience of driving that car, how fast it can go or whatever it may be, right? So what this law says is if you get really, really clear on your intention, then the ways that you could be happy are going to come to you through different people through different contacts, through different people who know other people. It's not like it comes and sits it right on your lap because that's not the way it's supposed to happen. But we're only two people away from our dream, if you've ever heard that before. We're only two people away from the president. Well, that I hear that. We're only two people away from my dream. Everything that I need for my dream is right around me. So what I got to do is I got to get my intention clear. This year, 2016, what do I want to experience? What am I going to experience? And let me end this with a true story for myself. That, that summed this up perfectly. So I started looking at this intention, and I started looking at experiences. And I decided, okay, I'm going to work with it. Not try it. I'm going to work it. I want to experience fulfillment. I want to experience something where I am so fulfilled that there would be nothing higher than that. You know, I, I was really like, this would be really cool. So I did workshops. Right? I did closed eye work. I thought about it daily, and I put energy on it. You know, you plant a seed, you go back and you water it. So daily, I would think about that. I want to experience fulfillment. I want to experience fulfillment. I would see myself, the look on my face, being fulfilled. I would put that in workshop. Right? I don't know how I'm going to be fulfilled. See, that's the law of attention right there. I don't need to know how. Our job is not to figure out how. The conscious mind is to make the decision. See, that's intention. The conscious mind is to make the subconscious mind is to create it. So it's not my job to figure out the how-tos, okay? So I'm working on this, right? And so I'm doing my work out there in the world, and this woman comes along and, and is involved in the work that I'm doing. And then one day she walks up to me, and she goes, you know, I've heard you talk. I've heard you speak. I, I, I love your passion, what I want to tell you is the work that you're doing right now in this world has to be done with addicts. And I looked at her, I said, what? And she said, no, this work that you're doing has to be done with addicts. And she owns a recovery center, okay? I didn't know her. I don't know who she is. And I said, talk to me. We sat down, we had lunch. And she goes, there's a 6% success rate. This work has to be with addicts. So I took the work that I do, and I put it in to a format where I could work with addicts. And you know what? I'm just going to specifically say one person. There was one young lady, 15 years old. Her name was Jenna, a heroin addict. At the end of the line, bad shape. And to be able to bring the work that I have learned in PSI seminars and work with her and get her off of her. No, I want to, I want to say I didn't get her off heroin. She did. But she was so empowered. She used the tools. 
she used the techniques. She got herself off heroin and, and discovered a reason to live life. She repaired relationships with her family members. She is a productive human being on this planet right now. Now, I want to say something. I have never been more fulfilled in my life. I don't think there's anything else I could ever do that could touch that level of fulfillment I have when I worked with her. Now, here's the point. I would have not gone to a recovery center and said, I want fulfillment here. I never would have gone. I never even would have thought of that. But that's the law of intention right there. You get really clear on what you want to experience, and the universe will take care of you. You will be brought what you need to be happy, to be fulfilled, to be healthy. It will come at you. Now, here's the thing, though. You've got to take action. You've got to take action. When she came up to me and said, this work has to be in, 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 with these kids, there was a part of me that thought, well, she's crazy. I have no idea what this woman's talking about. But you know what? There's another part in me, it's called my intuition, that said, do it. It was a very clear voice. Do it. And I followed that. I followed that internal navigation system that said, do it. And it led me to fulfillment. That's the law of intention. So what I want you to do is I want you to get really, really clear on what do you want to experience in 2016. And it's not a thing. And I want you to use workshop. I want you to use the power of your mind, the power of connection, the power of that we are all connected. And I want you to focus on it. I want you to focus on it daily. I want you to have your mind on that. I want you to have your mind on happiness. I want you to have your mind on health. And I promise you, you using this technology, what's going to happen is your brain is going to cause you to see that in this world. And therefore, you will not only see it, but you will feel it, and you'll be able to, at the end of 2016, say, I tell you what, it was the happiest year of my life, the most fulfilling year of my life. And in that, will we have some ups and downs? Yes, but that's okay. Because think about this. If your intention is to be happy, think about this. Would it matter, the ups and downs, would it matter what you're even doing in life? Think about that. If you wanted to be really happy and you were experiencing happy, would it matter what you'd be doing? No, it wouldn't. It wouldn't matter the mechanism one single bit, would it? So let's all have the most incredible 2016 of any year we've ever had. Now, see, that's perception. You get clear on that. You watch what happens. The universe will take care of you. What I want to do now is I want to take some questions on this wonderful topic. Kat, you there? Absolutely great. Well, it makes me happy every time you do one of our calls, Tim. First off from MJ wants to know, should I create brand new goals for 2016 if I didn't accomplish those from 2015? Great question. Great question, MJ. Um, you know, and the only thing I can say about that is, is what's the level of importance of that? You know, there's a reason that you're not experiencing it right now. Um, so I, I don't think it's necessarily time to give up on it. Uh, yeah, I would take a look at on the scale of, you know, one to 10, are those really, really important to you? And if we just put it up to the lens that we just talked about, is it an experience or is it a thing? Which one is it? Take a look at it. I tell you what, if it's an experience that's valuable and it's an experience that means something to you, you do not let go of that. But if you look at it and go, you know what? It is a thing. It's something. 
And, you know, I, it would be nice to have it, but it's not that big a deal. So that would be my recommendation on that one. All right. Kat, next one. Uh, next from JZ. How do you connect with what's really important for 2016? How do you connect with it? Is that what I heard, Kat? Yes. Uh, how to how to connect with what's really important for 2016. Okay. How to connect with it. Okay, got it. I like that. Jay-Z. Jay-Z. Hey, Jay-Z's calling in. I like it. Okay, Jay-Z, listen. Um, one of my mentors just passed away not long ago, Dr. Wayne Dyer. Dr. Wayne Dyer believed this. Every person has a message in this world. That's why we're here. We have a message to deliver to the world. That is why we're here. And what our job is in this lifetime is to figure out what our message is. And how you find out what that message is, is what are you passionate about? What lights you up? What turns you on? What gets that scooter started, man? What creates that motivation? You know, a lot of people say that they're struggling with motivation. It's not motivation, right? It's what you're talking about, Jay-Z. It's that connection to what's really important to me. So I think the way is to really look at all those things that you say that light you up, that turn you on. What is it? And you know what? Wayne Dara always said this now that I think about it. He said, if you get clear on what is it that lights you up, what turns you on, your message is in there. I don't care if it's world peace through skateboarding. If that's what you're passionate about, there is a marketplace for it. Now let me let me touch on that for a second, what I, what I meant by that. If you get your message and you land on it and you know it's important to you, there is a group of people that need to hear that in the world, and they need to hear it from you. So even if it was world peace, you might think, my God, everybody has talked about that. Yeah, we don't have it yet, though. There's a group of people that need to hear it from you specifically. That's why you light up when you think about it, because you're supposed to talk it. So I know that that was a little bit of a winded explanation, Jay-Z, but I, I think it's the answer is there that the only way to connect with what's really important to you is to notice what's really important to you. How to notice what's really important to you is what is it that lights you up? And then watch your belief systems that, well, yeah, but that's not, that's not big enough. Or that's not, yeah, I don't think I can make money doing that. Or, you know, watch those beliefs. Because if you've got a passion for it, there's a way to, one, make it into a business. Um, there's a way to live that. So watch your belief systems. That's what's so great about doing these classes is they really support you on getting your beliefs in place, Okay. So what is it that really turns you on? What lights you up? Now, take that and create now your 2016 vision with that. Meaning, not what you're going to go do. Get off of the doing. What do you want to experience? Is it contribution? Is it love? Is it, is it connection? Is it human connection? Is it, um, is it contributing to human conditions? through love, through health, through, you know, whatever. Make sure it's an experience and then focus on that. See that. See that for yourself. See you being healthy. See you being happy. See you being fulfilled. See your face. Not what you're doing. See your face. 
you keep putting that out there, the law of intention says it will take care of you, and you will attract exactly what you need as long as you're willing to take action. You'll feel it. You'll have it. All right? Next one, Kat. Next from RH, uh, who has not yet attended any of the Psy courses, wants to know, uh, how can I best overcome my subconscious beliefs? Because positive affirmations are not enough. Great question. Really great question. That's, you know, that's the work that we do. Um, You know, James Allen said something one day, a long time ago, one of the greatest quotes, I think, in personal development, one of the greatest quotes. Whatever the mind of man can conceive and believe, he can achieve. There's two parts to it, conceive it and believe it. And what you're talking about there is how do I believe it? How do I take control of these beliefs? And I really respect your question because that's something that a lot of people don't recognize that we have to take control over are these beliefs, okay? So first what I would recommend, one, obviously, and and you're probably going to think I'm I'm attempting to sell you, and and maybe I am. I'm not sure. But if you're already aware that that's an area that you want to work on, the fastest way that you can do that is not by yourself, not by reading books, not by listening to CDs. They're great, but you're not going to change a belief that way. You're not going to. You've got to get in a course. You've got to get with there are people doing the same exact work, really working on changing the way that they think, not thinking the way someone wants them to think. That's not what PSI Seminars is about. PSI Seminars is about noticing the way you think and does your thinking line up with your dreams. If not, you've got to shift your thinking, right? There's not a faster way to do it. Now, let me explain a little bit about how we do it in, in PSI Seminars is If you look back at how you created a belief, and I'm going to suggest it was a long time ago when we created our essential belief system between the age of they're saying between zero to six years old, our beliefs about us, our beliefs about the world, our beliefs about humanity, even just like I talked about a a moment ago, our beliefs about, you know, the universe, what kind of universe do we live in? You know, uh, do we live in a friendly universe? Do we live in a hostile universe? It's a perception. Everything is a perception. Another way to say perception is our beliefs. It's just what do you believe? And so when you get around this work, what you'll notice is you're not talking about it. You're not looking at it. You're not thinking about it. What you'll do is actually shift any of those beliefs that do not line up with you having a great relationship, if that's what you want, to having uh, success in your life, if that's what you want, to having love in your life, right? So in other words, I don't know if you've ever done this before, but have you ever said to yourself, you know, I want to have a great relationship. I want to have a great relationship with communication and passion and love and intimacy and partnership, romance. And then in the next breath, you're like, I just hate people. Yeah, I, I hope you're laughing and, and, and enjoy the spirit that intended. Um, I've done it. Haven't you done it before where you say you want this and then we turn around and Right? I want money, but I snooze alarm three or four times. I don't even want to start the day. Right? So are our beliefs in alignment with our dreams? And if not, we've got to shift them. So how do you shift them? You don't shift them by talking about it, by actually by, you know, just seeing someone. You've got to have, again, an experience. You've got to have an experience within yourself that is so powerful that shows you, one, how powerful you are as a human being. What you'll also see in this work is how powerful and how incredible other people are. And that might break up a belief that people are this and people are that and people don't care. I know those were mine when I came in to do this work. 
And I got to see very clearly people care. At a very deep level, humanity cares a lot. And yes, I understand it might be hard to care in this world sometimes. But I tell you what, I'm speaking from experience right now that I changed one of the biggest beliefs in my life was that the people don't care. The other big belief was that I'm not good enough. And what I got to experience with a group of people over a seven-day period was that that was a lie, that I believed a lie, that I wasn't good enough, that I started believing when I was very young. So how to do it? You're right. Affirmations do not work because nothing is shifting. You've got to get yourself in a course. Find a course out there. And since you're on this one, I strongly recommend get into PSI seminars because that's what you're going to focus on the whole time is changing those beliefs. And you'll do it with a group of people that are all doing the same kind of work. It's the fastest way to do it. All right. So enjoy your journey. I hope you do it. Okay, Kat, next one. Uh, Great. Next from LM. What do you do if you have fear of making a tough decision? Got it. Um, You know, that word that you just used, one of my favorite words, decision, that is another way to look at intention. Um, You know, if you look at a cruise ship, you know, you think what gets that cruise ship out into the open ocean? Some people say it's the propeller, it's the fuel, it's the tugboat. Those are all tools. Those are all mechanisms. But it was a decision, right? It was a decision that the captain made for it to get out to the open ocean. Then everything else falls in place. That's intention right there. You get your intention clear, everything falls in place. So if you have fear on making a big decision, I'm going to suggest you step back and take a look at a large belief that you have about whether it's the world, whether it's the way things work, whether it's the universe, whether it's making bad decisions or you believe that you can make bad decisions. And I want you to pull back, and I want you to to think of a navigation system in your car. Okay, so what you do to work the navigation system, you sit in the driveway, and you punch in into the navigation system your final destination, right? You have to start with the end in mind. And then what do you have to do? You have to start driving. If you don't drive, what's the navigation system do? What's all the fuel do? What's the propeller do until the decision is made? Nothing. Well, navigation system's not going to do anything either until you start driving. Now, what's great about that is once you start driving, even if you take a wrong turn, your internal navigation system is going to reroute you back to the route that's best for you, okay? Now, depending on what your beliefs are, then take that same analogy, and now when you're going to make a big decision, just know that if you're thinking about this decision, it's there for a reason, Go for it. You cannot make a wrong decision. You cannot. Now, I I really am asking you to believe that. Not take my word for it. I want you to go for it. Whatever you're having this tough decision, at some point, you've got to just decide. And know that because you made the decision, you're going to be given to. You're going to be given challenges. You're going to be given things for you to grow, for you to expand, for you to develop knowledge, for you to find out how to's in this certain area for you to grow enough for you to have your ultimate dream. Let me give you a classic example. Two men quit college to create their own business. Paul Allen and um, Bill Gates. They left school and they opened up a business. I don't know if you know the name of this business because right now um, 
I'm, I've lost the name of the business because it went out of business. It was a complete failure. Or was it? Or did they learn what they needed to learn? Maybe they didn't understand it at the time. But if you believe that the universe is always here to serve us, they had to open that business. And I tell you what, that business had to fail because that was not the business that they were going to enjoy the fruits of it forever. But that's what they had to do to grow. That's what they had to do to learn. And what they do? They opened up another one. See, that's what most people won't do. Make a big decision. Go for it. If it completely falls, it was for a reason, and it's for value. Get yourself back up and go for it again. They opened another one. They did call that one Microsoft. I do know that one. So take a look at it from that perspective that you cannot make a wrong decision. Make a decision. Make one and enjoy the fruits of it. All right, Kat, another one? Uh, next up from WC, she has a question. Do you have any advice for a new mom? I'm a new parent, and I'd like some perspectives on setting goals. A new mom. Well, one thing I'll say is congratulations. Um, I'm, a, I'm a new father. I guess I'm a new one and an old one. I have a 24-year-old, I have a two-and-a-half-year-old, and I have an eight-month-old. Excuse me, nine-month-old now. Um, so, I mean, I tell you what, that's one of the greatest times of my life is raising these, raising these kids. It's, well, that's an experience. That sure is. So uh, congratulations on that. So uh, a new mom wanting to set goals. You know what? If you, if you really heard what I said up front, I think the healthiest thing that we can do right now, you know, and why I say right now, I guess the reason that came out was there's a lot of stuff going on in this world. And some of it's not so pretty if we look at it from one perspective, you know. Um, I think the most important thing that we can do now is get really, really clear on what do you want to experience as a mother? You know, what, what is that? Take, take some time. You're not going to answer it tonight. Sit with this one. You chose to be a mother. I hope you believe that, right? Because you are one. Um, what do you want to experience as a mother? Not what you're supposed to experience, not what you're supposed to do, not what you're supposed to have. But as a mother, as a, as a, as a you know, if someone is looking over another human being's life, what do you want to experience as a mother? Have that be your big goals. Have that be your ultimate. And then get really clear on that. And just like I've been talking about, plant those into your workshop. Plant those into your mind. When you, when you plant a seed, you plant the seed into the ground and you come out and you water it, right? We, do, we don't grow a plant. The ground does. Same thing with us. We got to just get really clear. What do you want to experience as a mother? And then... What you need will be available to you. Now, I want you to hear, it's not going to be dropped at your doorstep. No. I tell you what, if you really get clear on this, you're going to have people. If you're out in the world and you're talking to people, you're talking to just friends, you're talking, you're just engaged. Some way it's going to come through somebody. Somebody knows about this. Somebody knows that you're wanting to do whatever. It's always going to come through, but we got to take action. It's not, see, the problem is not setting goals. I truly believe that. Bob's not setting goals and taking action. But this makes it a lot easier when you have opportunities coming at you. Listen to that voice inside. Listen to that internal conversation that is from the universe, that's from intuition, and it will tell you what to do. Your job is just to get clear on what you want to experience. So trust yourself. Trust a higher power. Trust that that goes through us and take action on those. So decide what you want to experience and take action. All right? Next one, Kat. 
Uh, next from VW. How can I be more peaceful and not react stressfully to events? Great question. Um, again, you know, it's, it's, it's funny that you bring that up when I talked about perception earlier. It's going to go back to your perception. Our perception brings us joy. Our perception brings us pain. Um, what your wife does, what your husband does, or what they don't do does not make us mad or happy. It's our perception of it. A song doesn't make you happy. A song doesn't make you mad. It's our perception of that song that brings us joy or happiness. So when events occur in our life, it truly is not the event that makes you feel anything. Traffic doesn't cause stress. Your perception does. So when you have any event happen in the world, any event happen in your life, you know, closer to home, it truly is your perspective. So what perspective is going to give you peace? That's what you've got to get clear on. What perspective is going to give you peace? Does everything happen for a reason? I mean, if you believe that, that everything, and I'm just using this for example. I'm not saying that you must believe this. I'm crossing the line if I do that, and I don't want to do that. But if you were to believe that everything happens for a good reason that we might not be aware of, we might not see, if you really do believe that, it's going to bring you a lot more peace when you look at things in the world. You might not understand them, but it's not your role to understand everything, is it? So if you have a perception that everything works the way it's supposed to, if you believe that everything that's happening right now is exactly what's supposed to be happening right now, that's a law of acceptance right there. The opposite of that is resistance. The more resistance you are, the more upheaval you'll feel inside of you. So it really does, and I got a little bit off track going into specifics there, but it really is your perception. You're going to make it up. So make it up in a way that's really, really positive and healthy. All right, Kat, next one. Uh, great. From LO, what would be a good way to help clarify and simplify my goals and not get lost in the details? Yeah, don't get into the details. <laughs> I hope you heard that. I really do. Uh, don't get into the details. It's too much. It's too much work. It's too much energy on the details. Let's pull our head out of that and go to what do we want to experience? Let the details handle themselves. See, that's the mechanism. The details are all the mechanism stuff. That's not even our responsibility. I'm getting off into another topic there about responsibility as far as goal setting goes, but our job is to be clear on what we want and then let the mechanisms handle themselves. You know, a good friend of mine, uh, Mike Dooley, would say it this way, is your job is to get clear, again, on what you want to experience and do not focus at all on the cursed hows, is what he calls it, the cursed hows. i got to figure out how. It's not our job to figure out how. Once we take our mind and put it on the hows, we've taken it off the intention. Keep it on the intention. Whatever you focus on grows. So keep it on what you want to experience, 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 and let the details handle themselves. It makes for a much more peaceful day. All right, Kat, next one. Uh, from HW, what is the single best way to hold myself accountable in order to reach my goals? Best way to hold yourself accountable? Um, 
You know, I, and I really do want to answer that question. Um, yeah, I want to take a sidestep from it for a moment. Um, I guess the, the, the challenge I'm having right now with hearing accountable is it sounds very much like it's a business goal or a weight goal or a specific target. I want to lose 10 pounds. I want to make, uh, you know, an extra $1,000, so I need to make sure I get it in this time frame. Um, so, you know, I need someone to help me hold me accountable. And I'm all okay with that. If that's really what you want, then I'll, I'll give you a way to do it. Yet, uh, if we stay on the theme, I would ask you to at least open up to taking a look at a bigger picture. Taking a look at, again, what we talked about, what do you want to experience? Is it happiness? Is it fulfillment? Is it contribution? Is it and I, and I don't know the specific area, but it really does sound like that you're focusing on a thing that you've got to get done in a certain time frame, which is business. Really sounds like that. It's got to be done in a certain time. And even when we come into courses, we set goals that have to be done in a certain time frame. Now, I'm jumping ahead, and Kat might not like this, but I know that I am doing the next, uh, the next health seminar for January to set us up for the new year in relationship to commitment okay about what does it take to get it done and so that would be a perfect one for you to be involved with also but let me go back and directly answer your question because i've played both games okay so if you are doing the specific thing and you've got to get it done by a certain time frame and you want to be held accountable here's the best way that i know how it's find somebody in your world who is most likely not a friend, not a family member, because they'll usually sell out on us before anybody else will, because they love us. They don't want us to stress. They don't want us to feel bad. They don't want us to be under tension. So if we say we really want to get this done and then we don't do it, they'll be like, hey, don't worry about it. Just chill. Come over and have the house and have a drink, you know, whatever. So find an accountability partner. Find a coach. Strongly recommend having a coach in your life. Um, and I'm not saying a coach you got to talk to every day, but a coach that whenever you want something done or you want to set a target like that, that you set up a system where, you know, two times a week you check in with them. But, but have it be someone who's not going to buy into your excuses. Have it someone who understands the commitment game. That's the best way to be accountable is to have somebody else in your life aware of what you said you're going to do because here's the reality. It's not so much what, how great they are. It's when we tell somebody else we're going to do something, we'll do more of it. If it's just to ourselves, we can give up on ourselves really easy. We won't give up on people as much. All right. Next one, Kat. Next from WL. What exactly is sabotage and why do I allow it to interfere with my path to greatness? <laughs> Could you come up with a bigger question? Um, Sabotage, great word, saboteur, a saboteur, a sabotage. Um, you know, and it's going to be a tough one, I have to be honest with you, at the very beginning of this because it, it, that was almost one that's so specific. Like, I would like to know, and I'm not going to, I understand that, how you sabotage yourself, how you, you know, how you affect yourself and all that. And I, so I really don't know that. But you know what? I, I have to believe this. As long as you are clear on your intention, 
that you want to make a difference in this world, you want to contribute to this world, you want to make the world a better place, you want to be in love, you want to be happy, whatever the experience is, as long as you're clear on that, I believe there is no way to sabotage yourself. I think what happens is when we're not clear, okay, hear this out. When we're not clear on a huge beingness, which is another way to say experience, when we're not clear on that, we don't have a big vision, I think what we do is we set a goal over here, we set a goal over here, we set a goal over there. Well, whenever we do set goals that do not line up with our higher purpose, we're not going to do them. We won't. We'll set them, but we won't go do them. We won't be driven to go do them. We're not going to have the inspiration to go do them. We're not going to have the motivation to go do them because they don't line up with something bigger for us. Okay, so if we don't have a vision, then we're going we're gonna to not do a lot of things in our life. We'll set goals. We'll set New Year's resolutions because it's kind of cool to do that in the moment, but we will have no drive to do it. So I don't think that we can sabotage ourselves. I think it's just that we don't have the clear vision. So I think this one's a quick fix. Matter of fact, I, I do. I believe I know it is a quick fix, and that is take the time tonight, get off this call, spend some time with yourself, and go back to what I've been harping on all night long. Really, what's the most important experience you want to have in your lifetime? What is it you want to feel? People are driven to experiences. Get really really clear on that and have that be the way that you think when you wake up in the morning. Have that be your intention when you wake up. When you go to bed, have that clear intention that that's what your life's about. Have that be your waking moments and I promise you something's going to happen. You're going to attract exactly what you need to attract, but then once you attract it, I promise you, you're going to have drive, you're going to have energy to get it done. You're going to follow that little voice that says go. You're going to follow that voice that says, go get in that relationship. You're going to follow that internal voice that says, go talk to her. Just go do it. If you listen to that, man, you're not going to sabotage yourself because you're in alignment with a higher purpose for you. All right. All right. Next question. Uh, next from KW. How do I set a goal again when I've lost a lot of weight so many times just to gain it back? Good one. I was really hoping someone would bring this up before it was over. So this is what I was referring to, and, and, and I'm, I'm not putting you down by any means. Please don't hear that. Um, uh, I'm not making wrong what you're doing um, because I, that's what a lot of us do is we set a goal to lose weight. But you know what? That's not what you want. And you might be thinking, it is too, so I asked the question. But hear me out, though. I'm going to suggest it's, it's not the weight that's the most important to you because you, we wouldn't be having this conversation. What do you want to experience? Why do you want to lose weight? Why do you want to have the weight off? Why do you want to be thinner? I guess one way to say it. See, you're looking for an experience. You're not looking to lose five pounds. That's why you're struggling with it. Go bigger. So think about that. If you do want to be healthier, well, then great. Focus on health. And you know what? What you might see is that the weight really didn't matter. And I know that might be hard to hear if you've been doing it for so long, but you might really see, you know what? It never was about the body. It never was about the five pounds. 
what I'm most invested in is being healthy. And you know what? For you to be extremely healthy, it might be two or three or five extra pounds for you. That does happen for people. So there's a reason you keep putting it back on. So my focus would be get off of the pounds, get off of the body, and really look at what do you want to experience. Is it health and happiness and fulfillment? Is it passion? Is it, again, what I've been talking about, I'll cover it again. What do you want to experience? And let the mechanisms, the body, the weight handle itself because it will. That's the law of intention. It will handle itself. And you might look down and go, you know what? I am happier than I have ever been in my life. And as I look down, I've got a few extra pounds on. And you know what? I love those pounds. And I know that might sound strange, but it, 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 it works. It really does work. All right. All right. Next one. Uh, next from LR. What is the best way to get past a setback and pick up to get going again? Kat, could you say that again? I got caught up in the middle of it there. Uh, yeah. From LR, what is the best way to get past a setback, pick yourself up, and get going again? Got it. Okay. How do I get past a setback and then get myself going? Okay, got it. So, um, you know, it goes back again uh, to perception. Um, a setback. Um, something that didn't happen the way that you thought it was going to happen. Okay? Um this is when you go back to the drawing board and get really, really clear on what did you want to experience? What's the purpose of you doing this work? What's the purpose of you working on this goal? What do you want to experience? And understand that this so-called setback is exactly what is supposed to happen. Now, I do want to say this, though. That might sound strange if you have not been clear before on what you want to experience. If this is a new journey for you, then that, that it's going to be a different conversation. But if you have been clear on what you want to experience, there's no setback. There might be a setback if you haven't been clear on what you're experiencing. You've just been focusing on this thing. And then it didn't happen or the, the game changed and there's no way you can get it. There's a big setback. I got that that can happen. So if that is the case for you, then go to now create what is it you want to experience. And, you know, let, let me do it in this way, and that, this, this might help. When I started to work with this in relationships, of course, I always focus on the person. I focus on the body. I focus on, and I'm ashamed to say it, body parts. You know, I wanted my girl to look like this and have this and, you know, be this and blonde, you know, all this. And I tell you what, yeah, I got that. I had many of those kind of relationships, but they never were great for me. They never worked out. And so when I applied this, this way to look at intention, which what Mr. Will Height was saying, I looked at why do I want to be in a relationship? And it wasn't for the body. I got real clear on that. But I had to search, though. I had to struggle with it because I thought it was. And then finally what came to me was what I'm really searching for is an experience called partnership. See, I've never had partnership. I've been a loner. Most of my life, I never experienced partnership. I could keep people away. And then I started putting partnership in my mind, partnership in the universe, and partnership in my workshop, and partnership in the morning, afternoon, night. And I would, just, I would look up a definition for partnership, and I just, this is what I'm going to have. I'm going to experience partnership in my life. I don't have to look at how to. 
I don't have to do all that. Remember, that's that's the mechanism. That's the cursed house, as, as, as Mike would say. Don't focus on those at all. I just want to experience partnership. And what happened was I was led to this woman. What I mean by led? This internal navigation system. I was, I, I, I was called to go to a party one night. I didn't want to go to the party at all. I wanted to stay home. It was after class. I didn't want to go. I heard two voices inside. One said, ah, don't go. You know what? You deserve to, you know, relax, chill. I, there was another strong voice that said, go. Get up and go. And I tell you what, it was strong. And I know we've all had that battle before. Those two voices we have inside, what I chose to do this time was honor the part that said go. And I went and I happened to meet a woman at this, at this party. She was not anything like I would ever be in a relationship with. I mean, almost opposite. You know, the color of hair, the body style, everything. There was nothing about this woman I was ever going to be in a relationship. Ended up talking to her for three straight hours that night. Never had a conversation with a woman like this ever before. I didn't have to smooth her. I didn't have to impress her because I was not going to be in a relationship with her. So I ended up talking. There's a concept, isn't it? Talking, communicating. Um, long story short, it's my wife now. Um, and what I understood about that was I never would have gone. If I would have seen her on the street, I never would have gone to her. I never would have walked up to her and said, let's, let's have a conversation. No, no, no. See, that's the law right there. It says if you get clear on what you experience, it will come to you. Now, you have to take action. Right? I heard that internal voice said, go. And I went. And this is my wife now. We have two children. I'll be with this woman for the rest of my entire life because I'm experiencing partnership. Now, is it a different relationship than I've ever had before? Yes, because I've never had partnership. It's the most beautiful thing I've ever experienced. I never would have gone to her, just like to the, to, the, to the rehab. I would not have gone to rehab to find that fulfillment. That's how the law will take care of you. All right? No setbacks. Get clear on what you want to experience. All right, Kat. Uh, that's actually all the time we have for questions. You know, and a lot of the questions that we have here are on the mechanics of, you know, scheduling and strategies and how do you stay motivated, all of those things. Um, and if you could give us a wrap up on this call with some takeaway points and give us a little taste of what you're going to do for the call in January, that would be great. Okay, very good. So, I wanted to do this call to make a point before we go into January about go big. Take the time for December to go big, okay, to go big with what do you want to experience in your lifetime. That was the whole message here. Is it love? Is it happiness? Is it fulfillment? Is it, you know, what is it that you want to experience in your life? What is that experience you're searching for? Get really clear on that, okay? Then what we're going to do when we get back together in January is now how to take that and then bring it down to some specifics in our daily life. Okay, so I'm not just going to keep you out there, but we got to start big and then we're going to bring it back to how to navigate this system. So let me give you an example. Um, I want to experience partnership. Okay, that was the first stage. And that was a huge stage for me to, to, uh, to even say that I want a partnership. Okay, so then how do you use workshop? How do you use the power of your mind to now direct that in a way that does excite you, that does turn you on, okay? So instead of it being so just out there, which is hard for us to grasp, no, we're going to bring it down to I want partnership 
with one, I know it's going to sound strange, a woman. I had to clarify that, okay? With a woman, I had to, so we got into specifics, and that's what we're going to do when we get back in January is to now narrow it down to things that we can actually accomplish out of that in 2016. And I have a format that you're going to use. Um, it's, it's going to be just incredible. So right now, all you really need to focus on right now is that what do you want to experience in your life? And then we're going to get down to specifics in January, and we're going to work with this now, this law of commitment. What does it take to commit to this? What does it take to commit that causes this motivation and this internal drive? But man, you cannot suppress at all. It's really, really powerful. All right, Kat? Great. Uh, what an awesome call, Tim. I'm so excited you're coming back and going to be doing the call in January. So thanks so much for uh, doing this tonight. And uh, I got a lot out of the call. So thank you. And everybody, invite somebody else to be on that call. I really mean that. You know, get as many people as you know out there that really want to have a great 2016 and let's do it together. Thank you, Kat. Absolutely. Big thank you to everyone listening in. Uh, we hope that you enjoyed the call and have some new tools to move you forward in the pursuit of your dreams and goals. You definitely don't want to miss next month's call. The topic is commitment. It's scheduled for Tuesday, January 12th. You can register now at psiteleseminars.com. And remember to ask your questions when you register. Again, that's psiteleseminars.com. We also post live updates on Facebook. Go ahead and share your insights. Head on over to facebook.com forward slash PSI seminars and let us know what you got out of the call. Again, for those of you who are new to PSI seminars and would like to find out more about the PSI basic seminar or any of our advanced courses, you can go to psiseminars.com where you'll find information about all of our courses as well as the dates and locations for upcoming classes. That's psiseminars.com. Thank you everyone for being on the call tonight. We appreciate you taking the time out to listen in. Have a great night.